Welcome back to our study in God's Word. We're talking about great people of the Old Testament that are interesting and helpful and teachable to us. One is Enoch, who walked with God, the Bible says. He walked with God in spite of terrible circumstances and situations and surroundings. It was an evil time, and the results were very obvious. And uh, there, it was first there were the results in his personal life. Enoch walked with God, and it changed everything. God guided him. God showed him what to do. God gave him direction. God took away his fears, and God gave him victory over his worries because God was with him and God was in charge of his life. Most of all, he had the witness of God in his heart that he was pleasing God by putting his faith in God, and that makes all the difference in the world to know that we're really trusting in the God who made us. The result is evident also in his family. Genesis 5, 21, 22 says that Enoch was 65 when his son Methuselah was born. Then he walked with God for 300 years after he became a father. The birth of his son touched him and changed him and challenged him to walk with God. Suddenly he saw responsibilities he had never seen before. Before he was responsible for Enoch, now he was responsible for this little boy that God had given to him and to his wife. You see, the responsibilities of parenthood ought to drive all of us to a deep relationship with God. When you see that you are actually the trainer and the laboratory in which this little one is going to learn life and learn purpose and learn meaning, and you don't need God, that seems so foreign to anybody's logic. One of the great responsibilities we have is our children, and if we see that and recognize it, it makes a difference in our trust in God. The name Methuselah, his son, strongly suggests that Enoch had received a revelation from God. Methuselah, Methuselah's name means when he is dead, it shall be sent. It was as though God was saying to Enoch, do you see that baby? The world will last as long as he lives and no longer. When the child dies, I will deal with the world in judgment. What would such a revelation do to Enoch? What if such a revelation was given to you? Well, you would see the world in a different light. You would trust God in a different way. Hopefully, you would really let God have his way, and I would really let God have his way. That's what Enoch did. After Methuselah's birth, he was a totally different man. This may be why Methuselah lived longer than any other person in history, for God is patient toward us. And he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, Second Peter 3.9. Also, the result is evidenced in Enoch's message. Jude 14 says, Enoch prophesied about the coming of Jesus to earth to execute judgment upon sin and sinners. Enoch had to share and warn people and because he had been given a message from God, and he wanted them to know that God loved them, but they needed to repent of their sons, their sins. The result is also seen hereafter. The Bible says that Enoch went to heaven without dying. Here's the way Genesis puts it. And he was not, for God took him. Here's the way Hebrews 11.5 says it. Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God took him up. God transferred Enoch to heaven 
without dying. He's one of only two people in history, the other Elijah, who did not die. Everybody else, even Jesus, died. Why did God do this? I think he did it to speak to the contemporaries of Enoch, to say that I have something for all of you if you'll trust me, like I have for Enoch. And they searched for Enoch. They could not find Enoch. And they they were not sure what happened, but God was seeking to get through to them. Also, I think he rewarded Enoch's faith. And Enoch and God walked together all that time. Like the little girl put it, she said, God and Enoch went for a walk one day, like they often did. And they walked so far from Enoch's house that God said, don't bother to go home, Enoch. Just come home with me. And that's what he did. He went home to be with God. To give a beautiful picture of, the, of a coming event, I think also is a reason why this happened. When believers are called up and taken out of this world at Christ's coming, the Bible says the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. And those of us who are alive will go up together to meet him in the air. It's often called the rapture of the believers. That's when Jesus comes and the Bible says he will catch up and meet him in the skies. Those who have put their faith and their trust in him, those who have received Christ will meet the Lord in the air. And then see, Enoch went home to be with the Lord. We'll go home to be with the Lord if we're alive when Jesus comes without dying. If you're a believer, you either go to heaven when you die or you go to heaven when in the air as Jesus comes for you when he comes as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So one thing that we can be sure about is our eternal destiny is settled if we put our faith and our trust in Christ. And so the question for all of us is, is where do I stand? Am I walking with God because I have this relationship with God? You can't walk with God until you know God. But once you know God, you can walk with him. And you can't really walk with him unless you are dependent upon him and going the direction that he's going because God's not going to change directions and go the wrong way with us. We have to change direction. That's what repentance is. It's to turn and make an about face, to go God's way, to follow what God says and to go God's direction and to put our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ. So I think it's important for us to realize that God is calling each of us to walk with him. What does it really mean to walk with God? Well, of course, it's a picture. It's not saying that we literally walk on the sidewalk hand in hand with God. That's not the picture. The picture is that we are in step with him. The picture is that we are obedient to him. The picture is that by faith, we trust in him and we seek his face each day. We ask him for guidance. We ask him for direction. We, we seek for him to be the one who leads us. Walking with God is, is a monumental thing, and it's possible for every single Christian. Every believer can walk with God. Nobody, no, nobody's an exception. You see, it doesn't matter if you've been a Christian five days, five years, or 50 years, you can walk with God, but you must make a choice each day. Today, I'm going to walk with God. Today, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to depend on him. I'm going to allow him to be the Lord of my life. I'm going to I'll let him guide me in everything that I do. And if you do that, you will experience his presence and strength and power in a way that you never have before. So I want to challenge you to begin to walk with God today. 
God bless you. Have a great day.